what is up good people welcome to a brand new episode of the midnight drop chill hour it's your host jordan malone coming in with a brand new time and i always for the chill hour we always have some guests coming in you know your co-host david arnold say what's up my guy what's good it's your boy the bacardi poppy what's happening with y'all all right we're gonna jump on you after we do with these introductions and we got two new people actually coming in today we got one of my biggest homies brandon bagwell and clarkston ellerby say what's up guys Yo, what's good, man? I uh, hope everybody's doing great. Looking forward to what's going on. After, what's going down in this podcast? How's it going, y'all? Looking for a good time tonight. Let's have a good podcast tonight. All righty, then. With all that being said, thanks so much for you guys coming in. Thanks so much, you guys, my audience, to actually coming in. We got a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, we got some things to talk about, some TV shows, some movies, some politics, all that good shit. So if you're actually new here, you can always listen to The Midnight Drop on all different podcasts, which is Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, www.themidnightdrop.com, and on my Instagram channel, 615 underscore chill. And we soon be having a YouTube page. I know I've been saying that shit, but hey, work in progress, I guess. And if you want to go in and comment con- any comments, concerns, considerations, rants, or you just want to cuss my ass out because you don't like this podcast... Go ahead and DM me at 615 underscore chill, or you can go ahead and email me at Jordan Cammon, C-A-M-M-O-N. Also, we got some new episodes coming up, so stay tuned for all of that stuff, including some for tomorrow and next Sunday, and probably Saturday if we got some time. But with all that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. All right, so I want to talk about why this nigga David think Tom Brady's not the GOAT. <laughs> Hey man, let me go ahead and unmute myself. Tom Brady is a goat, but I I personally think it's not Tom Brady to me plays the same game of football every time he plays. He hits you with the pass, pass, run, pass, pass, run. And to me, to see him do that for 20 years, y'all should know how to beat Tom Brady. And he cool. Like I rock with Tom Brady. He a good he a good guy. But it's just with football, it's just I like figuring stuff out. So I figured out like this is his pattern. He does the same thing every time. He's old. Hit him, punch him in the chest, do something. Without Tom Brady, every team he's on is garbage. He's the main quarterback. Without him, they garbage. So basically you just mad that nobody know how to beat Tom Brady. Sort of, because like it's football, the team sport. Y'all should be able to recognize. Watch some footage. There, something should tell you how to hit this man. Forty something. That man is old. You have twenty two. Punch him in the chest. Hit him in his knee. Do something. Don't cripple him. Don't hurt him for real. But hit him. Like what? make him earn that paycheck. So, okay, I'm going to bring the audience up to speed. The only reason why I brought this up was because before the show, we were talking about the NFL draft. And, you know, we were talking about how everybody's getting their picks. And then David was like, yeah, I've been watching it. Uh, You know, the Falcons got Kyle Pitts, who's an athletic freak, tight end. And David was just talking about how, like, the Falcons should have won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady is not one of the GOATs. He is... He's just an average quarterback. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? This man's won seven Not championships. Not average quarterback. You, you implied, goddammit. <laughs> no, I'm saying he plays the same game. Tom Brady does the exact same thing every single time he's on the field. That is, He's not average, but he does the same thing. But he's smart. Are you, are you saying that in a good way? Like, fix it. 
Like, like does he do, do that in a good way or a bad way? It's a good way because it wins him games, but it just makes me mad because I'm like, y'all should have figured out how they hit him by now. So, it's the same stuff every single game. Pass, pass, run, pass, pass, run, and that's all he do. He'll let you get out, throw. You'll catch it. Let you get out, throw. You'll catch it. He that's how he eats up all the yards on the field. And, and I'm like, that's why I don't. That's why I'm like, y'all should be able to hit him at this point. Y'all know how he plays. So what's the problem with Matt Ryan though? Because I, I look. I think Tom Brady's one of the goats. He's just won a championship with Bucks and with Matt Ryan. I think he's a competent quarterback that just had terrible play calling. So what's Matt the problem? Ryan is a, Matt Ryan is garbage. Matt Ryan is a loser now. Once you start lo- for real, once you start losing like that, you don't get out of that habit. When he lost Super Bowl, I think that's what killed him. Because we were having a great year that whole year to get into a bowl and then to a 28th of three lead to bust that? Nah, no, sir. You a loser now. And we need to get rid of him. He, he need to. <laughs> so, so, the, so the draft, okay, you guys had five. You had could have got five quarterbacks. You guys, definitely not Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Zach Wilson, nah. Brandon, would you agree not Zach Wilson? Uh, was Zach Wilson going to the Jets? Yeah, because, like, he was too early, and people were saying he was, like, he could be the next Patrick Mahomes. Well, I I don't watch like a whole lot of college football. I mean, but I just know the Jets need a quarterback, and yeah. so honestly, anybody's anybody could be good for them right now. Any anybody new besides Sam could be good for them. So, yeah, okay. uh, I, I mean, I, just, I think that's a good pick. Yeah, but but the Falcons could have gotten either the Falcons could have gotten either Justin Fields or Mac Jones. So. They went with Kyle Pitts, and it was a good pickup. And plus, you guys are about to lose Julio anyway. David? Julio gonna go. What'd you say? We need Julio. Julio, where Julio gonna go? Sure. Bring him to Tennessee, man. We need a re- no, we, dra- no, we drafted a defensive back. We needed a cornerback, though. But the problem – did you see how this we man – was- Did you see how this man was posted up with no family behind him? Okay, don't 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 clown on the man. No, I'm not clowning on him. That was concerning to me. Oh, because that means even like his. I don't, well, I don't know. Maybe he didn't think he was gonna be. I don't know. It was weird. Maybe. Like I was concerned. Like I wanted to look him up and see what was his life story. Was he even like a top prospect? Like even like one of the original yeah. top thirty-two. Yeah, he was? was like he was on the top five cornerback list. Uh, so yeah, he was definitely somebody that was in like that was gonna get picked around those areas. But then there was a lot of steam for a, a wide receiver named Elijah Moore, who AJ Brown and a bunch of other players had co-signed. Yeah, get this guy because he's amazing. But uh, yeah, that didn't happen. But uh, I don't know. Fuck the NFL talk. Uh, we got a lot of sports. We got some sports to talk about. I know we can talk about NBA. That's some all four of us definitely some know, know. Especially if you know Clarkston knows a lot of good shit on that. Clarkson. Well, we getting into NBA talks. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Especially yeah, let's start off with Kevin Porter Jr. dropping fifty tonight for the Rockets, and they bump tails. He dropped fifty. Yeah, he's like they they youngest player in franchise history to drop fifty. He did that like I got that notification not too long ago, thirteen minutes ago. Matter of fact, look this Dang. up real quick. Kevin Porter, 50 points. That's 
He really dropped 50 points. Man, bro. He dropped 50 points on them. House who, y'all, who y'all got as, who y'all got as uh, champions this year, though? Who y'all have as – who y'all favorites this year? With a full healthy team? Oh, who's a, healthy whose team. fan is on right now? Because I'm barely hearing anybody. Uh, you know, I don't got a fan on. Oh. I ain't going to cap. My laptop is loud. It might be rebounding off of it, bro. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, I know, bro. It sound like a plane, bro. I'm sorry. You're cleared for takeoff. Um, But for a healthy team, I mean, this is, this is cliche, but I think it's the truth. Nets, man. Full, full and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. For for a seven game series, for multiple seven game series, yeah, yeah, that's valid. He said the next. David, what about you, man? I'm thinking. I want Brian to get another chip, but the Nets literally have the monster stars. They got so many people. They drafted so many cats. It's kind of dumb because I, 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 it's probably going to end up being the Nets. Yeah, they, they got they stat they got Harden, Kyrie on the Nets, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got Harden, Kyrie, uh, Blake Griffin then came back. I'm like, wait, them three alone are already a problem. And I'm like, they got like five more cats they can play. Nah, you I, haven't I even her. said KD yet. I'm saying that's the thing. I forgot about Kevin Durant. I really did forget about him. That's a four man team right there. No fifth. They killing anybody on the court. The thing is, the thing is, they had Lamarcus Aldridge, but after that, uh, that heart he problem he had, he retired. Yeah. So it was literally like a five-man All-Star roster. Brian, Brian, go. But he ain't, he ain't that goat. He can't beat no. He can't be five cats by himself. You feel me? I'm thirty-six. Yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm thirty fucking six. Uh. I want to say my Miami Heat because the run we did last year was amazing, but uh, stop it. No, stop I'm, it. I'm not. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say they're. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win though or go there because we've had a lot of problems. Apparently, there's this new thing about how Tyler Hero is a big diva, or that the Miami Heat are just afraid of how much fame he's getting, which I'm not totally surprised. This dude is literally a white man. This is a black man in a white guy's body. So I'm just got I'm just a little scared. So but uh yeah, like we yeah, our off season didn't go amazing. Uh I feel like we can do something to play in tournament, but in terms of the finals, I'm gonna take either the Nets and I'm gonna go crazy, a hot take, I'm gonna think the seventy sixers. Now the Sixers have been balling though, especially in B. And beat is is definitely uh has been an MVP like player this season so uh Sixers and then on top of that you got Ben Simmons playing like a potential defensive player of the year as well Tobias Harris early in the season they were talking about he's an MVP candidate I know he's not anymore but he's definitely been hooping um quite nicely um Seth Curry been shooting ridiculous Mm -hmm. they they do have the squad I like I like that pick actually wait did you say Seth or Steph Seth. Both of them, both of them been shooting crazy. They both been going off, really. Yeah, obviously Seth. You know, Steph is a little more crazy than Seth, but Seth, you know, he fit perfectly on that Sixers team. He was that shooter that they needed. So Seth, he definitely knew some stuff. 
Yeah, the problem with it is that I had a I had a huge problem with the Mavericks giving him up because I felt like Seth Curry off the bench is like you're ace in the hole to win like very clutch moments, and nice. uh, he provides really good offense and uh you know passing ability on the. But uh, when they gave him up, I was just like, yeah, the Mavericks offense just kind of went down, and he's providing a bolster on that bench. Joel Embiid is definitely an MVP caliber player right now. Ben Simmons, uh. Even without his three, he's still a, a dominant player. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just it, Doc Rivers, you know, he deserves an apology for what happened because they jumped on that man. They jumped on they that did. man. <laughs> he did. Yeah. But uh, who's, y'all, who's y'all most disappointing team of the season so far? You said most disappointing what now? Disappointing team of the year so far. I can't cap. The Celtics are kind of disappointing me because they're almost a 500 team this year. Yeah. But, yeah, probably the Celtics. Um, it is. So, Clarkson, you said that the Celtics were the most disappointing team, in your opinion. Yeah, probably picked up low-key. And I'm not super worried about them no more. The Celtics, they haven't, they haven't like, shown any type of consistency for me yet. Like, anytime they've gone on a little, like, win streak, they've, like, met it with, like, a losing streak. So, uh, yeah, probably the Celtics for me. No, I feel you. With my mind, with my Miami Heat, we've, we've disappointed a bit because uh, it just feels like – it feels like we've been we, – we have the tools to win and to do better like we did last time, but just – it's either injuries, COVID protocols, or just players underperforming. I know Avery Bradley just was not the splash hire like we wanted before, and that just effed up everything. So that's just something that we have to figure out. But, uh, I mean, we're we're the seventh seed. Uh, I'm not too crazy about it. So, I mean, Jimmy Butler is still one of the best defensive players in the league, in my opinion. So, But, uh, Brandon, what about you, man, David? Um, I... I'm not sure because I don't keep up with it like that, like that. <clears throat> um, and I just, I don't know if you heard me, but I just said it for uh, the last. I just said the Miami Heat just to get a reaction out of you. But I don't know. I don't keep up with it all that much. No, I'm not mad at that at all. No, I'm not mad. And David, you? I don't know. I mean, like Brandon said, I haven't been watching like that, but – I'm gonna go with the Hawks because I want the Hawks to finally get a chip. I really want the I really want Atlanta to get one chip in my lifetime. I don't I know that sounds bad, but I'm like, like I really I really need I wanted I want I wanted to have to get the chip for the Super Bowl when I was at Morehouse, and like I just want I want one chip. I want to I want a parade. I want Hennessy and Hypnotic. I want some wings, some uh, Blue Flame. You feel me? I want to go crazy. I'm gonna say the Hawks. Mm, okay. Well, dang, Clarkson. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hey. Oh, God. Well, no. he'll be back. He'll be back. It's okay. Uh, no, he'll be back. It's okay. Well, I got, I got some news for, uh, from Brandon. If you don't, if you have, if I don't, I know you've been keeping up, but, uh, the Steelers got Najee Harris. And then afterwards, Jaguars got Travis Etienne. Etienne. Uh, what positions do they play? Both running backs. Oh, yes, because I know one of them was compared to like Camara, 
And I think he went to the Jaguars, right? Yeah, that's Travis. Okay. Okay. Well, Jaguars can be honestly Jaguars. Okay. <clears throat> Jaguars gonna have a decent run game now because James Robinson. Well, okay. Let me let me say this. In fantasy wise, David, do you do fantasy? fantasy? Not, no. No. Not, not fantasy. Clarkson, Clarkson, do you do fantasy football? I I do not, unfortunately. I need to. Well, well, Jordan, you know fantasy football. Yeah, um, we know. Okay, James Robinson popped off last year. Like he was low key, like a top ten running back the entire season as a rookie and as on a trash team. Okay, <clears throat> now if they're getting someone similar or similar to Kamara and going to to Jacksonville, they if both running backs are as good as they think they are then they're going to be the next Cleveland Browns, how they have Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb. That's that's what I see. No, it looks good. No, it looks good. I think this was a good pickup from the Steelers getting Najee Harris because James Conner just got the fuck up out of there and signed with the Arizona Cardinals. And then, Hey, watch out for the Cardinals this year, man. Oh, the Cardinals going to be nice. And then uh, with the Jaguars, getting Tinian is interesting because they got James Robinson, and James Robinson was such a good player. So – Getting Travis Etienne and possibly putting him in, like, the second string, maybe that works out, or maybe they can use a trade bait, but I don't know. I don't know what Urban Meyer has up his sleeve, but uh, I will tell you this right now. Uh, Titans should have got Elijah Moore. We should have tried our best to trade or something. I don't know. So many things we should have done, but. Uh, we should have got, because, well, I was hearing that uh, the Falcons weren't, going to have, like, with the full draft class, they weren't going to have um, enough, like, cap space for Julio, I think. And so, like, it was just a thought from Adam Schefter uh, or a tweet from Adam, Adam Schefter for him to be traded, for Julio to be traded. And I'm thinking that he – I thought he was going to go to Titans. I'm really just thinking every good receiver is going to go to the Titans. But I'm sadly just – No, it's all good. Well – no, it's not. No, no, I'm just <laughs> – I know it's not. <laughs> to you, it's not. To me, it's just like, nigga, we still going to be bad next year. But, uh, nah, with all that being said, with David saying Tom Brady is shit, Brandon <laughs> mad over the Titans, and Clarkston being Clarkston with the NBA and all that, I mean, I'm just here with sports. <laughs> so let's talk about hockey. No, hell no. Uh <laughs> Don't know Negroes watch no hockey. <laughs> 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 Why is Nick putting this in? <laughs> Why are you putting your fucking chin? Why you put your fist up like that? Let me make sure we got four black niggas in here. <laughs> Before you mention the word. Hey man, what about PK Subban? Man, he played for the Predators. Was black. That joker is one in a million. Don't know Negroes play hockey. Yeah, there's some black people to play hockey. <laughs> Shit. Like two and a half. Right. Two and a half. Nah. You want to know one in a million? What? Four black niggas talking about hockey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. That'd be unique. No, no, there's no <laughs> white people coming up to the podcast. Well, I've never heard black people talk about hockey. This is what a cultural appropriation is. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 
finally understand what they'll finally understand what appropriation means. <laughs> we take their yes. shit. <laughs> the only thing I know about hockey is that the games are fun to go to. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But uh let's go ahead and get into some other stuff. Um I know let's let's talk about one other thing that I thought would be very interesting, uh, which is actually about the whole Invincible TV series. Now I know David and I have been talking about it for a minute. Brandon, you told me this before. Uh you only had done a couple episodes. Clarkston, have you started on the series yet or not? Nah? Okay, I, I I really haven't, but I, I know I've seen, like, the first episode and him kind of, like, going ballistic um, there in the beginning. Um, so I don't really know too much, but, uh, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. It's all right. It's fine. That's I still wanted to kind of, like, bring this up because tomorrow, actually tonight may be the drop of the final episode. And if it is, then we might have to end this shit. I might have to watch it. But... <laughs> But um, oh yep, last episode start. All right, guys. Uh, that's the final. That's it. Oh, your Wi-Fi, your Wi-Fi gonna go out again? No, Wi-Fi not going out. It's the final episode right here. Final episode, come out. I'm watching this shit. I'll see you guys later. That's the midnight drop. Go ahead, see you guys later. It's been oh, Jordan. I'll see you later. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not fucking serious. <laughs> No, but uh, the, the final episode's out now. So if anybody want to go ahead and binge watch or something. But uh, my thing was I was going to bring up is just how we're seeing more superhero properties and just how Invincible is kind of being the, the leading charge into that. Because now we have new TV series coming out like Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. That's actually like kind of like Invincible where it's considered a great comic book, but not a lot of people know. And uh, we're also getting other comic books from DC and Marvel, but from superheroes, we don't know exactly. So that being said, I want to bring it up. How do you guys feel with all of these new superhero properties? Do you feel like we're getting too much? Do you feel like we're going, we're getting too little? Do we feel like we're getting just enough? And are there any type of TV series or shows or movies that you want to see from superheroes or just comic book properties that you haven't, that not a lot of people know about? And, I'll just say, like, I think I think we're good on superhero movies right now. Like, I think we're doing it just right because, think about it, last year we had nothing come out, essentially, like, and that was that was coming out of uh, last year. What what came out last year? Or what came out in 20? Okay, Endgame came out 2019, and then uh, I think this later Spider-Man came out later that year, uh, and then <clears throat> 2020, we're supposed to get Black Widow. We're supposed to get a hell of superhero movies last year, and like none of them released because of COVID and stuff like that. And so this year, um, at least what I've seen, the things like because I've just been busy and whatnot. But uh, adding WandaVision, um, adding uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, or now Captain America Winter Soldier, and Invincible, I think I think those are great roles to get people like. Uh, ready for a lot of superhero movies like come in the future because we've just been like last year was completely bare so uh, I feel like it's only right just to catch everybody up get everybody back in the drift again um, and also like it can low-key be a morale boost uh, just for society in general because like superheroes like typically like they save the day and stuff like that and so if you really like look at it on a deeper level 
like more movies coming out where people like do good and like save the day and stuff like that, that essentially could save the year because 2020 messed up everybody. Um, so <clears throat> uh, those can essentially like help society. Like if you think about it on a true like people. So I think we're doing good on superhero. Okay. Uh, superhero. David, what about you, my guy? We've talked about Invincible so much and I'm, and David, I'm gonna just let you know. I just saw a f- some images of Invincible, uh, and of Episode Eight, and that shit looks amazing. But uh, what about how about you, David? How you feel? I don't know, cause like I think we have enough. But like, I was looking at like Marvel Phase Four, and like they got uh, uh, all the new cats coming out, and like I'm worried a little bit, cause like with Thor: Love and Thunder, I don't know how they gonna do my man's Thor. Cause like going the guy pushers a really big deal, and I kind of hate he don't he's not like a main villain like he should be like a that's a Thanos level villain that they kind of just throw it into one movie. But like I want to see some I want to see like Hellboy, but like he needs a really good TV show or a good movie to kind of bounce back. Cause like the first two movies he had were really good, but he needs he I think he needs some more consistency. I want some I want some new Spawn to drop. I'm slick waiting for that new X Men movie that's finally solid enough to not be kind of thrown away. I think it's enough stuff going on, but I also think this is the first time ever it's been like 10 years of superhero stuff, and it's continuing. Like, for a long time, it was like a one-off. It was like Spider-Man, boop, nothing else. Or it was like Thor, boop, nothing else. So it's just cool seeing that it's consistent. Okay. Uh, I mean, for Hellboy, I would say that we definitely have had two good Hellboy movies. The last one we've had with uh, Harbor that did not end up doing pretty well in theaters. That was really bad. Um, Clarkson, what about you, man? Man, the uh, I like I like I kind of like where we're at in terms of uh, how you know superhero shows and just media in general. Um, when it comes to like TV shows. You know, I have it now. Of course, this is me just saying like bits and pieces of Invincible, but Invincible seems to be like a much more kind of more on the lines of like DC uh, animated movies in terms of like the its content. You know, very violent, very you know real to the to the print. You know, stuff, and it's on a more mainstream um, platform. You know, a lot more people are talking about it than a lot in usual. So, I kind of like. You know the the more um, I don't want to say underground stuff, but the less seen and the more like real of comics and stuff being put onto you know the screen. I kind of like that. Um, and uh, Brandon actually brought up a, a, a great point. Uh, you know, just last year being such a drought. You know, this year it's it's nice to have a good amount of uh, you know stuff dropping and stuff, especially when we were supposed to have things coming out. Uh, last year and everything just got you know pushed back so um, I feel like them putting out you know a good amount of stuff right now is necessary and it's, it's nice like, I, I don't think they're doing it bad because the content that has been you know released that I've seen at least has seemed to be pretty good um, so I think, I think they're doing a pretty good job on it okay but yeah I mean Brent uh, I, I would say this about the superhero franchises and movies uh, I feel like we are at a good point to where we're seeing a whole lot, and uh, we I want to keep them going because there are a lot of stories out there to tell, 
And uh, we have a lot of great visionaries that can go ahead and talk about these stories. I think with Invincible, and I know I keep bringing this show up, but it's a, it's a great product of it, is that Invincible was a comic book series that was created around the mid-2000s that was very popular. It was considered one of the best comic book series of that time. And now that you're able to wait around this period, around 2021, to come out and people actually get enthralled with the story and old fans or people who just read the comic recently actually see this in actual living color in the television and Amazon Prime and they get to see the story unfold in this new modern way. I think that's something we can definitely see from these future materials that uh, I am very excited to see. Uh, I don't even know what Jupiter's legacy is like, but uh, it's something that I would uh, really want to go into. And I think that'd be cool. Now, with that being said, now we can go into two different directions. I can show you a trailer of this one superhero film that can go and drive into another point. Or I can go ahead and show you a clip of episode eight of Invincible. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just know. saw I just saw some screenshots of episode eight. That boy, <laughs> that boy going dummy. Oh my gosh. gosh. What we got? What are the options again? I'll be I'll be caught up within the next two days. Um, I think I'm on like I want to say I'm on. <clears throat> I want to say I'm on episode. Yeah, I'm on episode six right now. Okay, yeah. So you've already gotten through episode five. You gone through all that that good stuff. So you got. You got a two more episodes, even good shit. And episode eight seems to be dope. But uh, yeah, since we're going to avoid the spoilers, uh, let's go ahead and let me show you this trailer for this superhero film that I actually watched uh, yesterday and had an amazing time with. And I'll kind of prove my point when I talk about these new stories. And this is actually Justice Society World War II. Check it out. Oh, everybody mute real quick. They've taken control of most of Europe and Russia. Merciful heaven, an invasion. That's not all, Mr. President. I take it that's where your big idea comes in. Let me introduce you to the team. We said we would end this war. Too many people have died. We can stop this. We need to utilize every meta-human we can. Who've you got there, Wonder Woman? I'm from the future. It's not impossible. Are you ready to end this war? I thought you'd never ask. Then, welcome to the team. If this goes haywire, blame the new guy. Turns out the Nazis are launching a surprise attack. Then we stop them. Mother of God. Ah, kid, you ain't seen nothing yet. So that was, again, Justice Society World War II, and that's actually a film that I've watched a day or two ago when I was taking a walk. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you this right now. That film... I'm doing a review on it for this week, and I was thoroughly impressed. 
And I mean, from that, from the trailer alone, how do you guys feel about it? I like it. Uh, <clears throat> I like how like uh, people are coming from the future, and and that kind of makes me wonder, like how like it makes me wonder if people coming from the future and them fighting in the past like it makes me kind of think of is there going to be like an ultimate timeline or something like that it makes me think of the truck like just the whole time heist in in game so but uh overall it looks intriguing to be honest i mean the only downside that i see is like they're not really fighting no like they're not fighting nothing out of the blue essentially like it's just they just fighting regular people i'm so used to fighting for them fighting like either like people with powers or uh, niggas with powers or anything like that <laughs> niggas with powers <laughs> no no i agree i agree but the overall was dope all right yeah for sure uh Brandon again brought up a good point about uh, dude coming, uh, Flash coming back from the future. It kind of makes me think about uh, it. It definitely adds interest to it because it kind of makes me think about. Um, I want to say it's called Flashpoint, where um, you know it's him versus like uh, Reverse Flash, and it was because he went back and saved his mom, and that uh, changed. You know, uh, Bruce ended up getting killed instead of his parents and then his dad became, it created a whole different world, right? Like different Batman and all that stuff. So like, you know, I wonder if they're going to use this as a, a different way to, you know, have that new type of timeline and new series of events because he's coming back and changing something here, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it looked pretty interesting. And I'm definitely going to check, definitely going to check it out right, at some point. Yeah. Some point soon to be uh, exact. David, it looked icy. You feel me? We watched it at three frames a second. I don't know why it was choppy, but <laughs> I like it. I like from what from the few frames I did see. I like it. No, I, it's I like. Cool. Yeah, I like the idea of um, the Justice League. I do kind of want them to bring some static shock, some uh. Shock to my system, you dig? I'm, I'm really, I need a static shock movie. That's all I want. I want animated, live action. I want a static shock movie. I need my man static to be on the big screen. Bro, bring him and a cyborg in here with a booyah. Bro, like, it'll be so many black folk in that theater yelling like, yes, sir. So much fun. Well, you do know that, like, okay, so we, you do know, does everybody know that, like, there's actually a live action static shock film coming? Produced by Michael B. Jordan. I'm, I'm hoping it's coming. I'm hoping it's coming. Okay, now that you said it's going to be Michael B. Jordan, like, or I didn't. Well, one, I didn't know what was happening, but two, I can see Michael B. Jordan fitting that role perfectly. Well, he's not fitting in the role; he's actually producing it. Oh shit! Okay, interesting. And actually, since we're on the topic, <laughs> let me go ahead and show you guys the big rumor that they have of playing Static. I'll give you a hint. Uh, he's in this big Netflix TV series. Bro, they, they let me play Static Shock, bro. I'd go, I'd be stupid. I would have so many, I would, my dress would be so long. I'd be so beefy, boy. Ooh. And this is the guy. Oh, 
No, he can't play static. This is the guy that's rumored to play him. No. Wait, wait. Who was this second nigga? Hold on. Who was that second image, bro? Ain't no way that's him. <laughs> Which one? This one? Yes, bro. Ain't no way that's him, bro. Nigga, he ain't looked... no way that's him. <laughs> that's that hilarious. They do look like two different people, bro. They look completely different. Wait a minute. He looked like. Look a little dirty right here, and he looked like when somebody cleaned him like, up. I guess, I guess it's the clean. I don't know. The, and he looked like Khalid, yeah. yeah, yeah, like Khalid and like... Bryson Tiller had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. that's static shock. <clears throat> but... I don't, I don't, that ain't it, man. Okay, I mean, he got to gain like 30 pounds or just muscle. He got to get beat. Nick, you're the brother of Chance. Maybe he'll come on here and shock us, pun intended. (laughs) I like that. I like that. What about, okay, do you think he would be better at static shock? Yes. See, he'd be tough as well, though. But I don't really, I don't see him as like, I know he's a, he's like on, Instagram and stuff like that, but I don't see him as like an actor, you know. Like, yeah. But I know, I know you eventually. Like, if he makes one big, I don't, I don't think that would be like his big break into the acting. Yeah, I mean, who do you guys think would be a good role? Uh, Denzel? No. Me? I want to be static shock. Let me be static shock. Let me put a shock to your system. You feel me? Denzel be static shock? No, me, Jordan, David oh. Arnold. I want to be static shock. Oh fuck no! <laughs> what? Well, I'd be on. I'd be Liddy on the big screen. Let's Lucky, look. don't don't static shock wear glasses too? No, sometimes. sometimes no. Nah. I mean, I think I'm off. Hold on. I mean, if you want to get if you want to get real creative. Oh, ASAP is 37 years old. <laughs> what you said, Clarkson? That that is creative for sure. Bro, literally, that is the definition of static, bro. Like, okay, okay, all the other niggas that were static, yeah. they were more kinetic than static. That nigga, is static. <laughs> it's just ASAP Rocky's static shock. I like that. All right, we got. Hold on, we we'll pull out another one. No way. No. <laughs> Travis, Travis will he'd be funny. I think he'd be a good funny actor. Or he could or he could do the uh soundtrack. Yeah, that that's all oh, him on the soundtrack would go dummy. Yeah, because now I'm thinking about it, it's like this could get the uh Black Panther treatment where you not yeah. only have a great film for African American for black people, but you also have a banging soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. They really, really like that could really connect with like you know African American like team like a lot more yep. than like not to say Black Panther didn't but you know it's Static Shock literally about a you know teenage black dude growing up in black people America doing black people stuff. Yeah. Well, here's another one. This is somebody who's been in some pretty good movies. That's the dude from uh, The Incredible. Wow. Remember Incredible, the show on Cartoon Network, Nick Cannon produced? Yeah, Incredible. And then he's also been in the uh, movie Dope. 
where he played yeah. a, a black yeah. kid in the hood, and then uh, well, that's almost a black kid in the hood. That's a terrible description. No, low key, he could, you know, low key, he yeah. could, he could be a good static. Now, yeah. his dope, he's thinking about dope. Uh-huh. Yeah, he could be a good static. Um, <clears throat> maybe uh, younger St. John is. St. John? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I've seen him, yeah. Let me check it out. Oh, oh shit. No, okay. You gotta just, put the artist. Yeah. I don't know how to spell his, like, actual name, like, right off the bat. Hold on. St. John Rapper. Oh, oh, oh really? <laughs> oh, I definitely see he got the hair for it. He got the hair. He do have the hair for it, yeah. But this nigga yeah. look grown. <laughs> yeah, he that ballot. But hey, man, it's it's some grown folk kids in the in the in the hood, bro. Thirty seven and twelve, like <laughs> nigga, you thirty five? No, I'm sixteen. The fuck? <laughs> like, you get that beard? That beard coming early, boy? You are a grown man. You are a grown man. Literally, you got actors going for the roles half their age. Shit, Hollywood, it works. It works. Um it works it works i mean the only i can't think of anybody else but uh yeah i mean the static shock movie is on the way it's in production i guess they're writing it out they also got a batgirl film so uh with that being said i mean let me just look up static shock movie uh superhero static shock yep right here produce static shock film uh recent i I'm I'm gonna be a little honest. I'm a little afraid with Michael B. Jordan producing it, but at the same time, I'm not too afraid. So I would I wouldn't be too worried about it. <clears throat> well, I'm well. I can't I can't talk about his acting to relate to this because I recently saw him in uh, and David knows this. I saw him in this movie without remorse, and I want to see this. Like, well, oh, f- as soon as school finishes up, I'm gonna watch that. Fuck no! Don't watch that shit. <laughs> hey man, don't watch that. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a chance. Well, you can get it free on Amazon Prime, but I watched that shit yesterday. That shit was nope. Damn, it's like that. Remember that? Re- remember that video I posted with me in my cap and gown, and I tagged Michael B. Jordan and everything. Right. So that was that was to. So there's a contest. <laughs> Whoever can be the most creative by Friday. They get a chance to win uh, a PS5. So I put that in there. Wait, who? Me. Wait, what do you mean whoever is the most creative? Like most creative in like their reaction to the movie. Because there was a there was an early screening by HBCU Buzz's Instagram page. So I got a screening code and I was able to watch the film. And before the film, there's a clip of like Michael B. Jordan saying... If you can make like the most creative response to the film or your reaction, then you can get a PS5. So I made a video submission. It got like 200 views in the first day. But then after, I thought, go huh? ahead, keep on. My bad. No, you, you go, go ahead, I, go ahead, go ahead. I thought you were saying that you was doing it so yeah. like you could give out a PS5, and I was like, oh hell, no. <laughs> oh hell no. <laughs> I was gonna hit the like. <laughs> Oh fuck no! That's a Rob Jordan. (laughs) Fuck that, bro. Let's pull up on them. Shit, you ain't getting this. You only two and a half from my house, or you only two and a half from me right now? Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Since we're doing this shit, 
Hold on a second. I know where you live. Hey, I, hey, Tennessee only like three hours away, bro. Right, man. Dude, I'll hop on a flight real quick. I will figure out a way to get the PS5. Man, man. You see this right here? You see this right here? I run this. I run this. This is mine. Not yours, mine. You're making the case for me to rob you. The Black Air Force is on the way. Hey, the Black Forces were warned today. They can put. They can put. <laughs> nah, no, nah. uh, no. But like I said, so I tried to go over the contest because I was trying to get Jaden, my little brother, a PS Five. But then after I watched oh, that, so, so you was gonna set Jaden up for it, to get mugged. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, after I give it to him, it's all up in his own. But nah, like, nah, like I was trying to get him. But after I watched that film. I deleted that shit. <laughs> I said, hell no. Because I got a review coming up and that movie was not going to look good. That review was not going to look good for the movie. Yeah. You Clark- really think that was gonna, they was going to review your movie or review your, <laughs> your the clip and then review your profile and then see that and be like, oh, this nigga made fun of my shit. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything can happen. So I was like, fuck no, I ain't doing that. Uh, hey, Clarkson, you good? Okay, he probably froze up. But yeah, like that was the case. Like I was trying to do this whole thing where I mean, I just didn't know if I was comfortable with doing it. So I was like, "Uh, nah." So, yeah. But um yeah, no, I I think uh I think Michael B Jordan producing this film will be all right. So I think it'll be cool. So I think it'll be uh, nice. But yeah, uh kind of wrap that part on that part. What you going to say, Brandon? I was going to say, I don't know about y'all, but <clears throat> they got a Funko Pop of Static Shock coming out. Oh, that'd be, that'd be nice. Oh, here's one more guy. Do you feel like he'd be a good static shot? Oh, wait. You can't even see my screen, can you? Fuck. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go back. I'm trying to. Yeah, no, there's another guy. You know, I fuck it. I fuck it. All right. We'll get to the, like, the next topic and everything. But yeah, just to remind you guys, the last episode of Invincible for this season is actually going to be tonight, which is right now. And it actually got renewed for seasons two and seasons three. So we'll have three seasons of some good ass shit. Can y'all hear me real good? Yeah. All right. Just making sure. All right. The next thing I kind of want to go ahead and talk about in terms of just everything is uh and we should have done this in the beginning but we 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 dogged on david actually no 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 no. we'll probably talk about that later because i want to dog on david on another thing because now i got two other people that know about this material and now we can finally get on your ass and see how they feel so clarkson brandon i just want you guys to know that this man david honor believes that attack on titan is mid and is bad and overrated He thinks that Attack on Titan is garbage. Okay. <clears throat> Before well, anybody says anything else, I am starting season four. So don't say no spoiler shit. I am starting season four. Before y'all say something out of pocket, and I'll leave this call. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, I was going to say that too because you told me in Clarkston I've had a feeling, but. Like Brandon, I can, I can, all my work about to be said was something straight from season four, bro. <laughs> <laughs> waiting there, bro. Like my, like it was there. So I'm so glad you said that. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, Aaron, no, <laughs> damn, bro. He got, he was so serious. <laughs> 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 
No, but David says that. So David has been talking about how um, Attack on Titan is just not that good. And, you know, we there is an episode we did where he said, like, the last episode, like, the, the last chapter, which we're not going to spoil it for Brandon. Uh, Clarkson, did you read the last chapter? Um, I did not, but I... I'm no, but yeah. I'm aware of backlash that it received. But yeah. I'm also aware that it's getting changed. What? <laughs> what? Indeed, the author had made a statement about him. I don't know if he's necessarily just gonna like change what's the official version or not, but he said he was going to have a different ending um, put out some point soon. So. Oh well, I just looked it up. I'm I'm just looking up. I know there was like this whole there are some people who were just really mad. Like I was like, calm the fuck down. But uh yeah, the ending to that was controversial. I had said that it was okay, could have been better, but uh it's a good it, it's still the end of a great series. David uh says some out of pocket shit <laughs> that I just some stuff is pertaining to season four, but the rest is like ah. But uh I mean I don't know, like Let's just bring this in real quick. David, go ahead and talk to, to Clarkson and Brandon and tell them how you, why you feel like Attack on Titans is a mid or even overrated show. Up to season four. I'm going to keep it in season one. I'm going to keep it in season one. Attack on Titans mid because there are so many points in that show where it doesn't make any sense. Biggest problem I have with Attack on Titans First few episodes, they go into the forest and they just get demolished. Had no way of fighting uh, the female Titan. And Levi's like, hey, man, you don't trust us? I'm like, no, this is clearly something else we've never fought before. This is not me not trusting you. We can't beat this, shorty. And everybody died because of you, Levi. And like, it's just, I don't like Attack on Titan. Not for it being silly, but like there, there's a lot of elements in the show that legitimately don't make sense to me. They're supposed to go to the basement. They know they're supposed to go to the basement. They don't go to the basement for two seasons. I'm like, man, you got it. That's not season four. You good? Like, and it, it's just like, come on, bro. And then I can't tell you nothing else because um, I think that's season four. But it just, it just, I don't like the. The pacing of the story, because I feel like Attack on Titan needs a lot of need a lot of love because like Mikasa is dummy strong for no reason. Levi is a god for no reason. No one ever thinks to be like, "Yo, fool, how are y'all that strong?" My man's uh, Armin, the goat. Armin the goat. I don't care what nobody say, but. Armin should be kind of not here anymore. <laughs> Armin, like that season, that season three, yeah, that season four. No, like, Armin, that's the end of season. three, yeah. Armin should be dead. No kizzy. Armin should be good and gone. That man was cooked black. I don't know about <laughs> you, but if I got cooked black, I'm pretty much dead. That steam is hot. He had to breathe. He inhaled superheated steam. Should be dead. He became one of us for a little bit. You're saying he became a full Negro for 35 <laughs> seconds and was in horrible pain. But yeah. like Armin should be dead. 
I don't like how they just kind of threw Armin away. I don't like Irwin. Irwin led people to their death for no reason. Oh, wow. I'm like, y'all could have thrown, y'all could have just shot smoke at the guy. Like there were so many ways to distract the Beast Titan for Levi to get up to him. So that's my thing. Attack on Titan's got a lot of stuff to me looking back. I'm like, this is dumb. Like you ain't you can't convince me to go kill myself for no reason. Like we just go, ain't no plan, just ride into these rocks. It's dumb. <laughs> Okay, I, that's so tough because like I I can't sit here and really say that you said anything super invalid. Like, like yeah, like it's up like it's okay. I I love Attack on Titan, yeah. but at the same time, I also not I don't okay. I don't think it's mid necessarily. I think it's a I think it's a, a an upper tier anime for sure. But I will say it's not in my personal, like, top five, yeah. you know, I don't even know my personal top ten because of, like, like stuff like that. Because there are moments where I'm like, okay, like, like for example, the, the female Titan, that, that was very clearly something much different. Yes. Like, intelligence, like, like strategy, strategy in her movement. And then, like, in the forest, she screamed, and they just started attack. Uh, they just started getting attacked by other people. So obviously, something something going on with that, and they just like really nilly about it. So you know, there are certain elements, and then the pacing is kind of interesting. Um, I do have a question though. When you say the pacing is bad, what do you mean by that? Like, how do you feel the pacing is? It, the pacing is. I feel like there's large gaps between story elements because. The whole thing with Aaron being a Titan is so crazy. They don't do anything with it. There's one episode where they kind of talk about it. And they kind of like, eh, he's a Titan. Eh. And they don't do anything with that until they go to the basement two seasons later. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is the whole, we need to go. I, my dad is not from here. We got to figure out what's in this basement so we can figure out what's happening. So oh, that's my thing. Like that's, that's a lot of chapters between him finding out about the key and then getting to the basement. Yeah. See, I feel like that, though, like, I okay, I can understand that because it is like a big question mark for a while. But I feel like that's one of the things that is like building like kind of like a suspense for the show was that having that element of like because the whole thing about like the Titans to begin with is that they knew nothing about them. Right. So like if they were able to from the jump determine, you know, stuff about Aaron's transformation off rip. That would have kind of gone completely against everything that they had like really tried to put out there about them being clueless about Titans in general, right? So like if they include all of the stuff from the basement too early on, right, then that just makes it um, you know, that just makes like what Titans are like less impactful in the long run. And it, it I'm not gonna say it devalues that that mystery, but like them leading it on for so long kind of makes the the value of figuring out like some more stuff about Titans like grow even more. So I feel like uh, that aspect, while I can't understand, like it is like kind of frustrating, especially like when you season one and then it takes them years to even talk about season two. It's yeah. like, all right, bro, like, yeah, that kind of tripping. But uh, when it's all like put together and you watch it as like a, a, a yeah. way through thing, I think the patient for that just kind of is there for. Uh, you know, just just to build up anticipation, build up the mystery, cause some more. I get you. 
feel like this is a wholesome conversation, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's much, uh, it's much better than how I went. But go ahead, keep I'm going. Saying, we good. Okay, it's, oh, it's, it's, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> um, I I definitely say like I definitely was very very intrigued like because the thing is I the like I I can understand y'all's pacing the pacing being slow and everything, but that's also uh, for me like the key in the basement that was honestly what kept me like whole like what kept me like attached to it the most uh because especially with because what we know is like the the neat thing that i find about like at least up to season four or up to season three through season three is like we only know about like so little land like i don't even know like probably like this is like i don't even know like a hundred miles of land of the whole entire earth and so, especially with Armin and uh, Aaron talking about the sea and everything like that, like, I was like, okay, I'm really intrigued to, like, actually see them get to this point. <clears throat> uh, and just that journey, one, I was pissed. Well, I would say one, I was pissed when they got to the basement and the key didn't fit. I was like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I was so, so hot. Oh, but then they just kicked that shit down. I was like, okay, that works. Um, but like truly finding out the mysteries and especially uh, <clears throat> having having that one mystery of what's in the basement, like that being the main one. And then as you go along throughout the three seasons, you find out more mysteries about like how some people's, uh, how like Erwin's or uh, Captain Erwin's dad, how he was murdered because of his theories and thoughts and stuff like that. And how Erwin, er, Erwin believed him. Um, and how Armin Smartass kind of like uh, puzzled some shit together. So that kind of made the more mysteries, which will be unlocked by the bigger mystery of the basement. Uh, and so also, and just learning about the Titans and learning about who the Titans are, where, like where they come from, how people become Titans and so shit like that. Uh, and yeah, so it was like, there's a lot more mysteries building up that kind of kept me intrigued throughout the whole Oh. Oh. oh, I think that's dope. I mean, seasons, seasons one through three of Attack on Titan are good. I mean, we, I, you know, I talk about how season one really caught my attention because of the brutality of it and just the Titans itself. Uh, season two caught me because you learn a whole lot more of what could be out there. And then season three is the culmination of all those things. And it feels like it's a final season, but then you realize there's so many more things coming out. And that's when you get to season four where, you know, not to spoil too, not to spoil anything. It's just a crazy ass shit with amazing storytelling. Uh, I say this with David. I do apologize for going off on you for all those times, but you made it. You made it seem like it was the worst thing in the world. But uh, but no, no, I understand. Like there are some things where it's like, yeah, I can completely go in and, and like respond and be like, well, you see here, this is the reason why uh, Aaron the keyhole. <laughs> Is yeah, hey, when you do that, you gotta push up your glasses. Uh, when, <laughs> or, 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 or my eyebrow. When you see here, you see here, <laughs> you see here. I mean, Casa is waifu, so at that point, you cannot yeah, talk yeah. shit. <laughs> but no, but no, there are some things that are a little aggravating. But uh, I felt like this series is 
one of the best. It's not better than a uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood is on a different level, and and it and it doesn't have and the ending is satisfying. It is hella satisfying, and there are so many things that are great with it. And uh, it got me through Chemistry One Eleven, so I'm good. Yeah, it's lit. I think if I had watched it through and through, it's, I watched when Attack on Titan when it first came out in 2014. Yeah. I knew it was 2014, like 2018, to watch the second season. Yeah. That's when I was like, I overanalyzed the show. I'm like, this is stupid. Why are they doing this, this, and this? They should be doing this, this, and this. And like, um, I don't know if y'all read Berserk, but oh. uh, it's similar to Berserk. Because Berserk, it's so much stuff that has to happen. And it's frustrating watching a story take forever to finish. And so... I, get, I appreciate y'all for not being on the whole. Man, this is the this is peak fiction. I appreciate y'all for being able to understand me in my in my in my in my plight. And I like the show. The show is cool, but I do wish I, I do want it to be better. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's hey. that's why I brought them in because Clarkston knows a whole lot. So, yeah. Well, I don't know about all that, but I do have a I have a. This is not. I know this is off of. Like it's it's anime related, but it's off topic of, of Attack on Titan. I just I just want to throw this question out there. Now y'all y'all are Naruto Naruto y'all are hit with Naruto. Everybody in here hit with yeah Naruto. yeah it's Naruto. So like I just want y'all's opinion on like the the ending of of Naruto Shippuden, like the war, and by the ending I'm specifically talking about like Kaguya. Oh, because I have me personally, I love Naruto, but I feel like they they botched the war, like the end of the war with how they brought Kaguya in. I feel like they 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 kind of they set up for this 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 epic moment of, of Madara versus Naruto and Sasuke. I'm talking episode one. Madara is like the final villain. And we get him in this moment of like absolute power where he has the tree, he's got his eyes, and then he just Oh Black Zetsu, yeah, I'm I'm actually the evil villain. Stab. <laughs> and here come Mama Mama Otsuski mentioned like a few episodes ago out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So for me that's it just kinda like bugs me. I don't know. I was just curious to hear what y'all y'all thought about Kaguya. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a good question. Um, I'm gonna just say it right now. I'm a big ass Naruto fan. I've been a big fan since I was six years old. I've watched that shit on Toonami. Uh, Toonami went off. I immediately watched it online. Kept it going. I was excited for the war arc. That war arc was awesome. Madara was a beast. Mm. I will say the Kaguya art, the Kaguya part, it was sudden, came out of nowhere. I had read the manga and I was like, the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And and then I was like, this is cool because it's kind of like the goddess of Chakra Shinobi. But then when it, but then when you kind of watch the, the last Naruto, the movie, and then you start wa- reading or watching Boruto oh and gosh. realize like it, it explores that, you start to realize Fodder. This ain't this ain't ninja shit. This is some space time, yeah. low grade yeah. Dragon Ball Shinobi bullshit. <laughs> Bro, they're they're doing some wild shit. Like, yeah. 
some crazy shit. Yeah, because because like Brandon David, have you guys read Boruto or no, or watched it? I think I've read a lot of it. You read a lot of it. Yeah. I don't really know much about Boruto, to be honest. Do you? So, do you care if we kind of like tell you what it's about? Uh, uh, oh, but I'm not. I don't plan on watching Boruto. So basically, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, Brandon. You might, you might wanna um, hop on now. They, yeah. Hey, Jordan. Show, show him. You should show him a scene with. Um, no, I know exactly. Kawaki. I, I, uh, but yeah, go crazy. I know exactly. Kawaki I know exactly crazy. what you're talking about. No, yeah, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's crazy too. That that was when they got some special animators and they made it exactly look like Bleach. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, like, I, no. The problem. Okay. Yeah. So like, let me let me let me tell them real quick. So the problem with um, so with Boruto, the whole thing about it is that. It's supposed to follow the story of Boruto, Team 7 with Saruta, that's Sasuke's daughter, and Mitsuki, which is a, another character that I, I don't want to go too into him because there's this big thing about him. And then Naruto's the Hokage, and Sasuke's kind of like this wandering uh, ninja until he comes back home and and becomes daddy to both Saruta and Sakura. But uh, it expands the whole plot of the... Otosuki clan, which is basically like this alien shinobi clan. And with Kaguya, it was like she came down here. And then did you watch the Boruto movie? Hmm. Yeah, you, Brandon. <laughs> no, I've not. Okay, so in the Boruto movie, that was like the first introduction to it. And it's like two of her like of her clan members come down and and take and I guess finish the job or some shit. And then in the series, they expand upon it and they say, "Oh yeah, one of them uh, is now in the essence is now his essence is in Boruto, and it's kind of like a curse mark or some shit." Yeah. And now it goes to this whole thing about trying the, the vessels and stuff. And then there's this ex- another character that's supposed to serve as Boruto's rival, his brother. And uh, this was like his introduction in the anime. Went absolutely crazy. Oh, hey, everybody mute real quick. Like, everybody goddamn mute, goddamn it. fast forward and show you guys like the good parts because there's this really really good part with it and uh hold on here we go
It's just over here looking like God damn <laughs> Shit Don't you it's you get Not the Kokustana Kondo a stago dagger summonet you ま<笑><笑> Boom, they're all fucking dead. Show's over. <laughs> so, yeah, Brandon, how you feel about that? I don't might have to fall into it, to be honest. Now, oh. now, I have to warn you, the beginning of this series is kind of slow, will aggravate you, will get you upset, but then when you get to the good point, good parts, you'll be like, okay, some good shit. How, how far, like, how many seasons are there? No cap. Pull out the filler list for this joint, like, like heavy, because okay. at this point, the amount of filler that they have far outweighs the amount of like canon stuff they have. No cap. So, pull out the filler list. There are like a couple of good like filler arcs, but like nine out of ten of them are garbage. No cap. Yeah, so, like very much. Be careful. Very much be careful of the filler because they had a lot. I mean, there was one arc though that I did like because it it revolves around a certain character that we saw in the world in the World War arc, and uh, it wasn't the best, but like what he does is pretty cool. Indeed. Yeah. So that was that. How many seasons are there? Uh, I don't know. Like I've always thought about how many se- how many seasons there are in Boruto. It's just one, but it's like Naruto. It's just one long season, so. Uh, 
Yeah, it's just one long scene. Well, I mean, there are arcs. So there are arcs to this shit, and then it, and it goes crazy. Um, I will say this. I will say this as a this is a spoiler, but not really a spoiler. Uh, what they do to Rock Lee was, eh, yeah, yeah. Rock Lee, I'm not really happy with what they did. I understand that. Yeah, like they made the Dragon Ball Z at this point. It's just Dragon Ball Z. It's low key. See, no, you can't even say that because. At least in this one, the kid is doing something, bro. Goten and Trunks are 13 years old, still 7 years old, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. It's been 20 years. Bro, quite literally, bro. They, they should they should feel ashamed of themselves for that. <laughs> Come on, man. GT. Your vegetables, bro. And literally. In GT, they grew up, and they were still, well, Trunks was got better, but Goten got weak. Man, bro. Goten was a pimp. He was like, shoot, fight. I can have girls. I'm going to go have these girls. Thanks. I'm holler at this white chick. I'll see you later. I'm saying, like, I like the shotty. I don't know, man. Like, I, I like, I like, I kind of don't like how the, like, how Clarkson was saying, I don't like how they did the ending of Naruto because they did a loop. Madara was this big bad. Cats are talking about Madara for the whole series. The entire time. And he, this is, Toby, Obito was masquerading himself as Madara Uchiha, the strongest ninja outside of Hashirama ever. And then they, Naruto, Sage of Six Pass mode, Sasuke, the, 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 the Rene Sharingan. He, they are both at their peak strength. Madara is the strongest he's ever been. He's the perfect, like, everything. They don't even touch Madara. He has a whole new thing called Limbo, and they don't even use that. Calgary just appears. And I'm like, wait, let's just fight Madara. Like, what, what about Madara? And then even Calgary appearing was kind of like Mig. They were like, yo, there's been secrets of her the whole series. We ain't know that. We knew about Madara the whole time. Oh, man, I don't know. I, I'm trying to find Caleb Farley's Oh, I'm sorry. I'm backtracking. I'll talk about it later. But yeah, I mean, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> talk your shit. Hey man, like Boruto, Naruto. Oh man, because I really, I really would have liked for Madara to like if, if I was fighting Sasuke. He was like, "Yo, you're the strongest Uchi I've ever fought besides Ooh. myself." He's just cold. It just was a cold fight, and he could. It would have been cool for Madara to like see Hashirama, like to see Hashirama hit himself as he's fighting Sasuke and Naruto. Like, oh snap, they're just as strong as we were, but I'm stronger. It just it would have been cool. I just oh, they could have had the greatest thing. They could have still done like Kaguya doesn't have to disappear for it. Yeah. They literally could have done everything they did, but just let the fight play out. Because realistically, wouldn't it make more sense? To revive your mama who ain't fought in thousands of years after the strongest nigga that has ever walked this planet gets rid of the other two strongest yeah. niggas. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Like, that's a great point. Like, all Naruto, she, yeah. All, all, she, all bro needed was to pop. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh. All he said was the paw. Put back in a second. You'll be back. No. Brandon, how you how you feel about the ending so far though? How you feel about um, the of Naruto? Yeah. I mean 
I know of it. I know like about it. Um, so really, I know of it. I know about it. I mean, I don't. I would say I didn't like rewatch it as much, and I didn't look as like in depth into it. Like I know what happened, um, but I mean, it was a Kaguya or. Uh, sometimes mispronounce her name, but her upbringing was very like short and kind of like David said, Mata has been talked about for not the whole series, but a good majority of the series. And I don't know, just bring up Kaga or how you fucking say it, but bring her up and like in it with her. It was kind of just like definitely like a U turn essentially. Um, just I don't know. It, it like it was still a cool fight and everything, but it wasn't like the true ending I actually wanted. I feel. And then Clarkston, you were you were saying something. I'm sorry, you cut off a little bit. Oh man, I don't even know. It's all good. Remember, <laughs> no, I feel you. No, no, no. In, in general, Naruto is one of the best animes out there. But it and its story is is great. But it's just its ending could have been better and. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, at least it's not like Game of Thrones and that bullshit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That. But uh, yeah, man. Anime itself, it's great. Uh, have y'all watched the Demon Slayer new movie? Oh yeah. Uh, if you had to oh, give us, yeah. if you had to give a score real quick, what would it be? Damn. Um. Just over here laying like goddamn shit. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like a, I'm not gonna count. I'm gonna give this one like a nine. Really? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, wait, have you seen it? And if so, what do you give it? I have not seen it yet, but I've finished watching the series, and I'm gonna go see it with Jaden possibly next week. Um, nice. I think the series is pretty good. It's really good. I, I would say uh, the movie looks promising, and then I've read some of the chapters from what from, read from some of the chapters of the arc it's based from mm-hmm. in the manga, and the manga really does make you feel like, oh, this is some cool ass shit. So the fact they yeah. made this into a movie and connected it with the yeah. series is a uh, really interesting. So I feel like those types of movies are always going to be good because we had that, we had Naruto the Last, Dragon Ball Z. I, there's also a Full Metal Alchemist movie that's based off the old series that served as the end to that. I don't know if anybody knows that film, but that one was pretty yeah, good, yeah. too. The OG uh, Full Metal, not the Brotherhood version. They used the uh, movie to clean up the series. Yeah, yeah. Where, where everybody was like, why the fuck did this nigga go to Germany? <laughs> yeah, indeed. This man went to Germany. He's like, the fuck? <laughs> bro, you know he he should talk to about Full Metal, bro. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, you want to talk theories? Oh, yeah. Theory. We, yeah. Actually, we actually, since we're bringing up old stuff with old people we know from school, let me ask y'all, let me go ahead and get into this next thing. And this will be for baby, for basically uh, Brandon, Clarkston, and I. Since this is kind of like, for me, I'm graduating. Uh, Brandon's doing his thing in Campbellsville with broadcasting. Clarkston is doing his thing computer science. Actually got recently got this position at Amazon. Cheer it up for him. Cheer it up for my man over here. 
Yes, I got all the buttons. I also have this button that everybody loves, that David loves. Oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that's for, that's for David sometimes. Not for me. It's you just have it. Oh, uh, yeah. But no, since I bring that up, I mean, how uh, with everything going on with just what happened in 2020, where we are forced to do school online, I know Brandon did school in person. How y'all feeling with just everything so far with uh, y'all respective schools so far? Uh, I know Clarkston and I, we've been we've been through this Morehouse Road since freshman year. That's how we basically met Brandon, you know, going through a Campbellsville swimming. I mean, how you guys feel so far? It's right now. And uh, really. Right now, I am. I don't really have like the motivation to do anything school related unless it's related to broadcasting. Mm-hmm. You know, like I will like today I drove, I drove like 160 miles in total. Well, I had no like 160. Yeah, I, I don't know something like that. I drove to Bowling Green from Campbellsville. That's 80 miles one way, um, and that's because I'm working with the minor league baseball team this summer. And so I was hella passionate to just do that. And like, I'm just school. My, my thought on school is just, has really been, um, I want to say hurt, but like, it just definitely like it's fallen off because the thoughts of like, I like to express myself through clothing a little bit. And so the thought of, um, even just having one Zoom on a like on a day, uh, that can really throw off your whole week, or it can start off throwing off your whole day, with, and that can eventually start go to throwing off your whole week. And that means that like a perfect example would be like, okay, instead of waking up like 45, uh, 30 to 45 to an hour before your class starts, you can just wake up like before your in-person class starts, you can just wake up five, ten minutes before and go on Zoom. And then you don't really get get to like wake up fully, wake up truly. You you're not gonna dress up. You're not gonna get dressed up to go to a fucking Zoom. But like, no. Um and so like some of the some of my favorite clothes that I've that I have this year I haven't even fully worn. Like I've only probably worn some of the stuff like twice. And that's weird because it's my favorite. But no like typically Things have just gotten a lot lazy, except in broadcast. Um, but yeah, I'm just ready to be done. Um, there are a lot of like opportunities broadcasting wise that I have that um, that are definitely available. I just need to get to graduation and whatnot. No, yeah, no, I feel you, Clarkson. What about you, man? How are you feeling about how you feeling about everything with this year, especially with the journey you've been? Yeah, man. Um, definitely um, understand where Brandon's coming from. This uh, pandemic, uh, there's a lot, you know, getting kind of kicked off campus like that, and everything is just switched online and stuff. I mean, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely more of a of a challenge. You got to put more energy into motivating yourself into doing stuff for school. Um, just 
Um, you know, it's it's weird, you know, getting on a, on a Zoom call and um, you know trying to do like, like whole classes and stuff and um, you know deal with that and stuff and not being able to just go in and actually like talk to your teachers and work problems out, you know, like in person and stuff. Like it's it's cool doing it over Zoom. It just, you know, it almost, it just, it, it, it takes away, I don't know, for me, it, it makes it feel like I'm, it obviously it's different from like watching like YouTube videos, trying to learn and stuff, but it almost kind of like, you know, when you're doing stuff like this, it kind of just makes me feel like, you know, this is some stuff I'm looking, you know, online, which I mean, I am online doing, but, you know, it takes away kind of like the school feel from it. Um, I don't know, but um, that being said, you know, I've just been trying to really, uh, you know, do what I can with it, you know, despite um, everything going on and just try to uh, finish out, um, you know, yeah. Some teachers, you know, have adjusted pretty well to um, what's going on. Some have not. Um, so it's, it's just interesting dealing with, um, it's interesting to deal with because of personal things, but also because of other people's personal things, which then become your you know, things just due to the nature of how schools and dealing with teachers and stuff work. So, um, you know, missing the interaction with other students, missing the interaction with teachers, definitely. Um, but, you know, you know just got to keep going. No, I feel you. I, I understand you. I mean, uh, like I said before, Clarkson and I have known each other for a minute since starting Morehouse. And, man, let me ask you this, man. Have you felt like has your faith in Morehouse kind of wavered since the pandemic started and we transitioned? Has it grown any larger or has it just kind of been the same since like we've been in state? And and, for, and, I, and I guess that goes also for Brandon with Campbellsville. Has your faith wa- wavered in the school? Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird, you know, um, in terms of, I guess, my faith in the school, I, I have I have a lot of respect for Morehouse um, and stuff. Um, the pandemic hasn't really affected too much of it, um, you know, just because, you know, global pandemics aren't common things. So it's kind of hard to determine, you know, how to react to certain things. I feel like they tried to do what they could and like the, you know, it, it's kind of short notice when you're dealing with stuff like this, especially when you have, you know, fluctuating numbers, you, you know, at, you know, last semester, beginning of last semester, we had no idea about any type of vaccine. Obviously now, you know, in a, we're in a different space, but, you know, in the heat of it, you know, we had no idea about a vaccine. We're not knowing when we're going to, you know, reach uh, any type of immunity or anything of that nature. So, um, I can't. I can't really like say I, I have lost faith, faith or anything. More just because uh, when dealing with times that are like unprecedented, it's kind of uh, it's kind of hard for me to uh, deem certain things like as bad or good. You know, they're just things people are trying to do to adjust to the time. So um, you know, and in terms of just people inside of Morehouse. Um, you know, various things. Like I said, some teachers have adjusted well, some teachers have not. So that goes for other staff members inside the Morehouse. And it's, you know, so I'm kind of about the same in terms of my faith since uh, beginning of the pandemic. 
I've I've been kind of uh, I I've been kind of on and off. I mean, there are some areas where I feel like they've done a pretty good job, and then there are other areas where I felt like they've done kind of a bad job in a sense. I mean, when everything first started, I I kind of gave them cut some some slack because global pandemic is something that was not in the fucking handbook. Uh, the only thing I, I did not like was just how they did the whole refund bullshit. Uh, yeah. Or like, look, listen, I know we haven't dealt with this before, but you would think, okay, just give us some fucking money. And give it yeah. to us in a, in, a, in a timely fashion and don't bullshit. But then after that, it's kind of like the mistakes they've done where they've kind of like let professors who don't know how to do the whole system kind of just do what they want to do and uh, also kind of botching the whole if we're going to come back or not, and in graduation for, you know, David's class, class of 2020, it, it really just felt like you guys got to do better. But in some areas they did try, where they did try to, like, they did a whole, the president had his own podcast, his whole fucking competitor, so got to compete <laughs> with his ass. But uh, he did a whole podcast to talk to students, even with SGA. You know, you had some, you know, you had the SGA, you know, approve a pass or fail option for three straight semesters, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, you got all this stuff going, and I'm just like, yeah, this is this is great. This is awesome. And uh, I felt like it's just always on and off for me. Am I ready to get the fuck up out of here? Hell yes. I'm ready to leave. Uh, I remember last semester I was working in an office, working people with COVID while doing my classes and all this other stuff and preparing for the MCAT. And them teachers, them professors did not give me any slack. They were Some of them were just awful. And, yeah. uh yeah, man, it's just I'm. I was ready to get out. I'm ready to get out. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know if I told you this. Aaliyah has been very mad at the school for so many things. <laughs> but that's just her. But like Brandon, what about you, man? You've kind of like with you and Campbellsville, how you feel? It's really just like everything was good, and really up until COVID hit, um, and. Uh, we just had like really, I mean, obviously a lot of changes, but like, I don't know about y'all, but we had no visitation on, uh, we had no visitation like on campus, like at all last semester, um, to the point, like not even the people across from my hall who are swimmers, like technically they couldn't even come in my room. And so like that, that's literally like. That's how packed we were. Um, there were a lot of times where uh, where I was quarantined because uh, I'm not fully quarantined, but someone that swam in my lane felt symptoms, and because of that, like everyone who swimming, everyone who swam in the lane with that person, and everybody that was close to them in the locker room, they had to quarantine. So that happened probably about like three, four times. Um, or probably two or three, and like sometimes some of that was even uh, because of contact tracing, and like that could even go to being on a lunch table or something like that. Um, but teachers, uh, some teachers were that some teachers had the option to do like what they personally wanted. Um, like I know one professor last year was all in person, but he was the old ass nigga. Like that. He probably didn't even know like what a computer looked like. Obviously, he did, but didn't really know how to work well with it. So, um, but really, just 
not really being able to like fully interact with people, um, or at least last semester, that was definitely one of the harder parts. Uh, but Campbellsville, uh, this semester we've opened up a lot. Like they gave out shots for it, um, or they gave out the vaccinations. And I mean, since then things have kind of been a little bit more lenient, a little bit more open. Um, but and that we've already announced for next semester, like we're all everything's going to be in person. Um, and so I'm excited for that. And I feel like that'll definitely change the morale of the university. Um, but it really has just, um, some, some students have been affected more than others. Um, cause it's, it's just like I was kind of talking about earlier. Uh, and so for some people, it, it can be just a lot easier to, or this is a fact, it's a lot easier to miss a Zoom class than it is to like miss a regular class. Um, and so uh, I feel like that can apply to a lot of people and that can affect the mental health of a lot of people. Um, and I mean, you can't really fully fix that without like having safety protocols and everything like that. Um, but I think we dealt with it pretty well. Um, and a lot of professors are a lot more understanding lenient um because like people have to travel and uh like people some people are in quarantine so oh they can't take tests and stuff like that so like a lot of my classes or all my classes this year met uh once a week uh in person and that that was for every class um just to limit exposure and stuff like that but um that kind of that kind of helped, but it didn't fully fix the issue. But a lot of people, a lot of teachers, were definitely a little bit more understanding because oh, someone's in quarantine, or uh, so I can't take this test on the in-person day. I got to take it the next week or schedule time outside of class and stuff like that. So I mean, it's been alright. It's, it's been alright. I'm just ready to be done though. To be, to be fully honest with you. No, I feel, I feel, I mean, uh, David, you go to grad school right now. You're in Arkansas state with psychology. Uh, I know you haven't been in this conversation too much, but I mean, with you in general, man, I mean, I mean, just how you, how you, how you feeling with grad school with just everything you, you've talked about so many about white people talking, you talk so much about just everything, how the differences have been changed. I mean, go ahead and leave that spiel, that spiel, (laughs) It's giving me a level of I miss Morehouse just because I miss the ability to be around black people all the time. That's not realistic, though. So I have to be okay with being around white people, Asian people, Hispanic people, and all that. You know, there is a beauty around being black, being around black people only, being able to walk around, hair looking like this, hair all twisted up, and everybody know what I'm doing. Everybody just being black because it's just I don't hate it down here but it's weird you feel me because like the uh we there was a party last week that the Alphas threw and these jokers are in between two townhouses partying at like 11 o'clock at night the police get the, the landlord comes and tells everyone to get out kicks everybody out and I'm like Morehouse would never have done this. We'd have found a little hut in the middle of the road, and we would have had a big old party, had a big old good time, 
but we know we know how to do that stuff. Like down here, the cats are the cats are so they're not white, but they don't know how to do stuff. I would know how to do at Morehouse. You feel me? But I think that's just because different. Like we in the country, we in the city versus the country is different things. But like grad school ain't bad, but the problem with grad school is I'm the only black man. You feel me? I'm in a room full of white women, white men, one mixed girl, but she act white. And it's just to go from I'm the majority to now I'm the minority again, it ain't really fun. Because I had talked talk about uh, my professor had foolishly put a picture of Emmett Till like when he was in his casket up. And I'm like, don't want to look at that. Uh, that's traumatic. I don't want to see my man in the casket. But uh, we were talking about like ethical things. We were talking about like Tuskegee experiments. And I kind of chimed in. I'm like, I know about Tuskegee experiments. And like, I felt like I was kind of the black voice for a little bit. I didn't like it, but it's a thing you got to do sometimes. And, but it was, uh, it was, it was nice because I was able to tell like, hey man, black people, we, we, we don't do this because of this. We just, medicine is weird for us because of that. We were sick 40 years. They didn't help us. And people died and got and we were sick and we were getting other people sick for no reason. And then talking about Henry Lax. And then it's just like being the only black man and not seeing any other black people. I ain't seen no black other black dudes, I ain't seen no other black women. It's just it's it's kind of alienating if you can if you dig what I'm saying. And so I don't dislike it, but it's made me kind of miss and kind of like regret not being able to find. Uh, some good, solid. Like it would have been cool if somebody came with me to Arkansas State. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But that's grad school. You feel me? It ain't nothing wrong with it. But it's just, I think COVID's impacted that a lot. I would have met a lot more people without COVID. But that's grad school. It's getting older. Things aren't always gonna be the way you want them to be, and you got to make it work. You got to make it happen. So it'll be all right. All right. Let me let me uh bring this attention to uh Brandon. Actually, first of all, how are you guys all feeling so far right now? I'm good. You good? Yeah, we good. You, David, you good? Yes, so yes, sir. All right, I want to bring this up to Brandon. I don't know if I've ever talked about this with you, man, but we're in a safe space, so I figured I can ask this. So with David kind of talking about his experience with, um, you know, kind of being like the minority in his group, being the only black person in his classes where it's kind of hard for him to adjust, uh, you know, since being from Morehouse. Uh, do you ever feel like when you're at Campbellsville, you ever feel like in the beginning, did you ever feel like it was hard for you to adjust or you just felt like it's all there? Or have you ever wondered about going to like an HBCU and, and kind of have like a difference in that? Because I know you've always, because you've very much adjusted. You're like the big man on campus. But have you ever thought about, you know, situations like that? And I don't want to put things like, I want to make sure I'm careful with my words because I don't want to skew nothing over. I just want to kind of be like, ask like an honest question. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Say the question in one sentence. Like, simple, simple sentence. Yeah. Do you feel like, yeah, let me go ahead and get this. Do you feel like you would have had kind of a similar experience if you would have went to like, say like if you went to an HBCU your first two years. So like if you went to TSU across the street from our school and then the next two years you transfer to Campbellsville 
you feel like you would have, uh, do you feel like they would have changed your college experience as how you reacted with people, how you interacted with them? Or do you feel like you just would have been the same person throughout? Because you've been at Campbellsville. Again, you've been a big man on campus. Uh, I mean, you're black and you've been around a majority of white people. And, you know, that's just something that I mean, even my dad, my, you know, my dad has even, you know, asked at times is like, do you always feel like it would be different if you went to an HBCU first or if you just went to an HBCU? Um. Oh, you. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not this again. Nope. 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 It did it again. Nope. Laptop restarted again. We we were doing so fucking good. We were doing so fucking good. We were doing so good. Oh shit. Well, I guess if that's gonna be the how we end this show, we're gonna end this show because we are approaching a two minute mark. Yeah. Here we go. Trying to go back. Back down memory lane. Try to send this shit out again. This is getting weird. It's every time. So now I know the limitations of my laptop, which is crazy. So, shit, I'm tired. I'll say that right now since I'm waiting on everybody else to come back. God damn. God damn. God damn. Ain't that some shit. Uh, shit, I'm tired. But I'm still going to stay up to watch Invincible. Crazy enough. Here we go. Hello? Just look at me crazy. Yeah, about one more time to show. Nah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty much gonna end the show right here. No, because I think I really think the only thing is, it's like I think we've talked for like an hour. No, we've talked for an hour. We've, we've almost talked for an hour and fifty minutes. So we're we and it's twelve oh five. No, no, no. Well, I aren't some things in Zoom like only limited. What? Oh no! Uh, what what did, what happened? Uh, I don't know. It's just acting up. That's why I'm just like, yeah, just kind of end stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm, where I'm, I already sent the invite to 
to Clarkston and David. Yeah, it could, it could this all out like 15 seconds after you, after you cut. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry if that question seemed a little I, – I, I didn't phrase that question very well. No, I mean, no, I mean, I just didn't get the chance to, like, pull, you fully hear my, I hear out my answer. No, I mean, I think you, I think you faced it pretty well. Yeah, still. Oh. I'm not, I'm not offended or mad about it or anything. I just have to make sure. you. It was like, as soon as you said, well, the computer just froze, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, computer's about to go fucking crazy, so. No, it's all good. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me send this invite again. Yeah, if this is what's gonna happen tomorrow, um, I'm a little I'm a little scared now for what. Okay, yeah, here's this is, this is your first your first time using the Mac with with this. Well, it's the first time using the Mac for a big. Uh, Thing. Yeah. So it's a little concerning. So it's just the fact that this is eight cores. And it's having this many problems. It's like really. But it really could be just because I'm streaming with, like I'm I'm using this, but also using my 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 uh, my camera. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that's not. Hey Clarkson, you good? Yes, sir. Sorry about that. I really think it's the CPUs are just after they're being used for a long time because it's all of them are being utilized. It's just they're just retiring and say we got to restart or something. Yeah, retiring don't mean restart. Retiring means quit. <laughs> Retired. I'm out this bitch. Yeah, yeah we'll wait for David. But no, we were gonna actually gonna go ahead and uh, end the show because it's an hour and fifty one. Uh, it's an hour fifty one hour now an hour fifty two into this. It's twelve oh eight. I know everybody need they sleep tomorrow for tomorrow. I'll I'll finish. I'll like I'll make my point quick and then finish it. No, it's okay. No, you good, Brandon. We're gonna go in it. We're gonna end this. We're gonna end it. Oh, it's tiring. And if David doesn't come in. If David doesn't come in a little bit, yeah, we're going to have to just call it quits. Just say, yeah, David out of here. Actually, hold on. Hold on a second. Let me go ahead and charge up my thing. Take your time. Hey, straight up, how did you guys feel about t- uh, tonight's episode? I really did. You liked it? Like I, I, I really liked. I don't know. It, it was hella chill. What about what about you? What about you, Clarkson? Oh, he not saying shit. <laughs> Say that one more time. No, how did you feel about tonight's episode, man? Oh, it was nice. It was, it was a nice conversation. All right, that's good. That's good shit. And especially like not even gonna lie, like 
Clarkson, I don't even know how many times I've met you officially, like in my life before, but like Indeed. it didn't it didn't even feel like we were strangers to be honest. Facts. Yeah. Facts. And, and that's really that's I mean I, I just I just like the sort of group of niggas talking about shit they like. Indeed. Yeah. If y'all want to do this again, we can always schedule another time to uh keep doing this. Let's bring it back. A real, it's a real good bet because I like this format. I like how what we do. It's just the problems I've incur- occurred with just how, uh, with just how the computer just shuts down and all that. I'll probably have to plan that out. But uh, no, I like it. I like it. I like this. Got three in- intelligent. We got four intelligent black men talking about superheroes. That's great. <laughs> No, I, I really, I really fucked with it, and just the ideas and that conversation was not in a. Yeah, well, no, I'm not. Conversation was pure, you know. Yeah, let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and start ending this right now, and just uh, because I don't know if David's gonna come back, so I'll just go ahead. All righty then. So that's going to be the end of tonight's episode of the Men I Drop Chill Hour. I apologize for all of those cuts that we'll go ahead and get into in the edits. Seems like my laptop's going to have some problems going in and on the road. But I want to go ahead and thank my guest, Brandon and Clarkston, for coming in to the show. Those two guys, probably my best. If you want to go ahead and follow them real quick, Brandon, Clarkston, go ahead and tell them where they can follow you at right now on all your social medias. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at book underscore X underscore Brandon stands for book of Brandon because yeah, <laughs> it's just my life. And then you can follow me at underscore Clarkston on Instagram. This is underscore my name. C-L-A-R-K-S-T-O-N. Don't forget the T. Alrighty then, and you can go ahead and follow me at 615 underscore chill. If you want to go ahead and follow the podcast, go ahead and follow all those other platforms down in the comment section down below. Also, if you want to go ahead and leave a comment down below on any of the platforms, including Instagram, go ahead and do so. Go ahead and leave any comments, concerns, considerations down there, my DMs, or also at my email at Jordan Cameron, C-A-M-M-O-N at Outlook.com. Be on the lookout for a new episode tomorrow with David Arnold, Anna Sinkfield, Ty Williams, and also Alani Williams. It's going to be a great episode regarding African-American men and women and the problems that we have and how we can unify. Also be on the lookout for Sunday, an episode on the LGBTQ plus discussion with some cool-ass guests. But that is it for The Midnight Drop. Thank you guys so much for coming in. We're going to thank you guys, the audience, for listening to us in our full wangery. And I promise you, it's going to be dope as hell. That is the Midnight Drop. I'll see you guys next time. Be safe, stay blessed, stay you. Peace.